Hi, welcome to this new podcast. Um, this is series one, episode one, and I've chosen as quite an interesting, and not very controversial, but definitely a very important topic if you're doing audio or video or photo work, basically anything digital, and you are using a ton of files, aren't you? Like, especially if you're, you know, you've got a, a big camera, you know, you could be shooting like 4K, 2K, and if you're shooting like ProRes or something, there's a humongous files, and if you're doing any sort of slow motion, again, humongous. So it's really important to have a system in place to manage these files, and I think this is a really interesting topic, so we're going to be talking about that in this first episode of this first series of this new podcast, which I hope will be quite interesting, just all about photo and video and audio gear. So right now I'm recording on a Steinberg UR22 Mark II audio interface with an AKG P5i microphone. It, it produces a little bit of noise, but the Steinberg interface is capable of exporting audio at 24-bit or 192kHz WAV or MP3 files. Those are huge! They're some of the biggest files I deal with compared to what they just are. Like, um, even like my video files sometimes are just a little bit bigger, and I, I only shoot 720p, but again, the A-roll for some of the videos, it, it gets huge, so it's, um, and even the, the JPEGs I shoot with format processing, my camera doesn't have a brilliant image processor, and what, at those average sort of 8 to 12 megabytes, and when you go on a project and say you shoot 50 of those, what you're already doing, well, 400 me me megabytes, <laughs> which is really quite big when you think about it. Um, so yeah. And the other day, when I was doing notes for this episode, I checked how many f photos I have in, in the library in my drive, and I have like uh, almost 1,900 separate um, JPEG images in there, which is a huge amount, and I've been on like what I think it's about almost fifty different locations that I've um, shot at, and then for videos, it's and even more because the photos, if nineteen hundred equals about, um, I think it's about nine gigs, almost ten actually, and um, no, not actually, I think it's nine, and around thirty gigs of the videos, and that's just um, and that's the raw footage, and the edited, um, exported version for YouTube. By raw, I mean the original A-roll. And also, yeah, I, during it, I was also looking at the size of the um, file folder that stores the data for my short films and stuff, and that's almost 30 gigs. Like, I'm in the middle of a, um, I don't know, 40. And I'm in the middle of a, a, a big time-lapse project where I'm taking hundreds of thousands and thousands of images, and um, that project, uh, what, I think I took 19 time lapses in the spring, and in total, that 19 time lapses, I think, um, has added up to, like, 14, 15 gigabytes, and those are the edited versions, I haven't kept the originals, <laughs> have got enough space, which brings me neatly 
on to the next point, which um, is all about the drive. So I'm for this. I'm using a Toshiba one terabyte HDD. So that's a hard drive. We'll get onto those soon. But I have that, and not all of it. A, a vast majority is used for photo, video, sound work. But the the rest, maybe what three or four gigs, possibly five, is used for other stuff. Um, I don't know personal stuff that I have just sitting on that hard drive that I'm probably not going to move. And currently, I think I've used about 132 gigabytes on it just for photo, video, sound work. Uh, out of the 932 that are available to use on the one terabyte, which is actually 1,024, a lot of the things in file storage, you think they're 1,000, they're not. There are hunt the thousand and twenty-four. Like there are a thousand and twenty-four bytes in a kilobyte. There are a thousand twenty-four kilobytes in a megabyte. There are a thousand twenty-four megabytes in a gigabyte. And there are a thousand twenty-four gigabytes in a terabyte. And it goes up to, from terabyte, I think, to um exabyte. Or I think there's something in between. No, I think it goes from terabyte to petabyte to exabyte. And I think it keeps going, but no one, I think, has that much storage, so um, that probably won't exist for the time being. And yeah, so you use a huge amount of files. So now let's talk about managing it. So like, I manage it using lots of folders, because folders are so, so, so important, and I know this is obvious, but it's an important thing to be aware of. I mean, like, what else are you going to use? You're not going to have thousands and thousands of files just in a folder, and you search for that. That that take too long. But um, often, what I've done is I've first in the projects I organise it into, and one of the folders I have in the main master is YouTube, and in there I have all the channels that I help run or collaborate on or whatever. And inside each one of those, each r- respective channel. I have, well, for mine, well, then I have a couple of like branding things and whatever, and but mainly I have the video archive. Technically, it isn't an archive because the projects that are ongoing are stored in there as well, or the videos there are. And inside there, I don't know why I have this sort of remnants of an old filing system that I don't want to change because then next time I open up any of my HIFM Express, which is my main video editing um, app that I use for the vast majority of my three seasons of media work. Um, every time I open it up now I have to relink the, the files because I've sort of moved and migrated some of the other remnants of a previous um, filing system which I've changed. Yeah. And like in one of those folders there um, in that bit, I've got the folder containing the um, archived downloads of the Photoscape X tutorial series I did, what, in like um, spring summer 2020. And when I did that, I hadn't kept the original file, I had to build them. So I downloaded the, the, the couple that I had missing 
from YouTube, which they're, they're compressed and, oh no, they're not great. But at the time I didn't know that, so I put them in this folder. And then there also I have a couple of these other really random off-the-point videos I did. And I should try to move them at some point, because otherwise they start clogging up stuff. And that's not great, really, to have. But then when you get into the main folder, so it's called main, and that just has basically the videos that I, the, the sort of evolution, if you like, videos I'm working on now. Um, and in there you've got your old folder, so you've got the folder containing all the older videos, and I organise them by year, so I've got 2020 when I started the channel, and I've got 2021, which has actually um, a fairly similar amount of projects in, actually, because in 2021 I've been really sort of on there with the videos, because in 2020 there's like sort of whatever and other stuff that wasn't kept in there. Yeah, that's confusing because all the photo slideshows I've made are kept in another folder and the photos from those are kept in a completely different folder, not even in the YouTube folder. So I think I know this, but it gets sort of a bit um, confusing, but it's really good to have the photos in another place. So, and then in the 2020 folder, I was labelling them by dates. <laughs> But the problem with that is that when when I looked in the old access database for it, I tried to find it, and I look and then I went on my channel to try and find what date the video was published, so I could cross reference that with the date in the folder, so I could find a specific video. But it wasn't there, so I had to keep switching, and eventually I had to find the, the thumbnail and stuff and go from there. So that with a failure, which is why now I don't label them by date anymore, because you need to be really organised with, with, with the cross-checking system to find it from the date and be able to cross-reference that um, with complete accuracy um, through an Excel spreadsheet or whatever, or a database maybe like I used to use, but now I use Excel. Um, you need to be able to cross-check that, otherwise the whole system just falls head over heels because it won't work unless you're able to cross-check it, which is kind of the entire point. Also, another tactic I use for some reason, I don't know why I started doing this, it's strange, but I've started labelling some important folders, or other ones, by in capitals, because also they're easier to find in a large like bundle of folders. Um, and I don't know why, because some of them then, I, I label some in capitals, and then I click on the wrong one, so I have to go back and find the different one. So yeah, but then after a while as well, you have some. I have these weird images that I took um at uh, this nice place I went to a while ago, and they're right. They're just mm, a few a nice picture of a flower, and they're in the master folder. But I don't know where to put them because I still need to go and have to find the time to go and find the other folder. It's a quick job, but it's just like one of those little things that you have to do that um you always forget to do. So that gets a bit annoying as well. Yeah, so because I have one drive, and some people use way, way more stuff than me, um, because I shoot very, very low quality, as in resolution, um, file sizes. Um, but people who use way more than that, who would use the same amount of storage as I've used in um, over a year, 
in like a couple of days so and then they you have to have multiple hard drives and this is really interesting because everyone has different sort of ways of how they manage it they might have you know a, an actual physical list that you write down a piece of paper or you might have a digital database or uh whatever a um like ms excel is one of the best things but then you've got to use vlookups um sometimes and vlookups which is excel's um proprietary method of um data searching it can be a bit confusing to use but people who are better at excel than me <laughs> could probably um tell me how to do that but, but, I, need, but I need to figure it out because vlookups are really really useful so then say you have multiple hard drives you would have to find this way of organizing projects between them say you had an average of let's say five projects um to a hard drive then you would have your drive one drive two drive three approach and all the projects listed there or and that works if it's consequential so you're just filling up one drive and then another drive and then another drive that would work well then because it means you wouldn't have to start copy pasting something in the row below so then you could make room because then that that just gets a bit annoying if it's consequential it works well with that system if it's not if you say have one hard drive for this channel for this type of project for photos then possibly you need um multiple sheets within that spreadsheet if you're on excel i think google sheets also has that but you could also use another system where you have all the projects um and then the drive and you could um use conditional formatting to find it or you could use um vlookups if you know how to use them but yeah Sorry, like sort of the podcasting thing, you sort of have to get used to it where you can just talk and talk and talk. You have to take these little breaks where you have to look at your, your next bully, bullet point quickly on your notes and find out the right one. I'm just gonna delete a rogue Z, my thing. But, and then when you've just got all these old files sitting around, you have this 12 gigabyte folder just for places you've been and taken and shot at you just haven't had the time or you just didn't really want to um use the footage or do anything with it and i have a a 12 gig 13 gig i think almost now folder just full of shoots and stuff i've been on but i haven't developed the stuff yet i say developed i haven't edited it or used it in a project or whatever and i actually have started to sort of mix them up but now they're all still in the unedited folder so it just gets a bit confusing and i'm glad i don't have a team member to have to work this with otherwise we just keep sort of like you know forgetting where's where and oh well this is starting to be unedited but oh but no it's here <laughs> so it's good you have one person then you can just remember it and go yeah i know this this is how it works and you don't have to explain it but then I'm kind of explaining it right now. Huh. So, sort of what I've covered here is just 
disk management and stuff is just so important and integral to your workflow as a filmmaker, sound editor, whatever, it's so important. And this is a really cool thing to talk about, I think. And everyone has different perspectives. They shoot different resolutions, they have different amounts of files, some people hate it, some people love organisation, it's sort of the whatever. And some people might think, oh god, it's the bane of my existence. But it all depends on perception, and everyone has a different system of managing it. And sometimes it's really interesting, because then you go, oh, actually, I that might work for me. And then you can implement it, and then that's um, great. So it's really interesting to share, and I thought I'd share how I organise the very little files that I have, really, re- relative to some people, um, especially in the, like, the YouTube world and stuff. And this this is my system. So yeah, that was series one, episode one. Episode two, well, I've actually forgotten what I'm, what I'm doing for episode two. I've got, I I know that a couple of others that ideas I've got so far for the rest of this series, but um, I can't remember what I put down as episode two, but I won't tell you because by the time you hear this, next Saturday, it'll be time to listen to the next one. If you're tuning in regularly or you're listening um, after the fact, because these are premiering at 4 o'clock um, p.m. Uh, BST, so that's British Summertime, um, which is because I'm British and it's currently everyone's in summertime, so it's EST, PST, uh, BST, British Summertime, which is, I, I think it's GMT plus one is what we're at in the October and stuff, I'll have to change it back when we go back to GMT, when when, when Britain goes back to being GMT, I guess I'll have to change it back to 16 o'clock um, GMT, not BST. <sighs> Time zones, confusing, just why on YouTube where everyone's global and it's such an amazing worldwide community, you have to. Um, remember to be labelling your time zones for like live streams and live events and stuff, otherwise people will go, oh, hang on, that's a completely different time. Like, like in California right now, they're about eight hours behind where I am in the UK. Um, I'm saying that because a lot of people in this sort of thing live in California, so I just find that. Anyway, see you on the next episode, and we'll see what happens. Hopefully we'll have a bit of a different topic. I've got some fun ideas. Um, I know for this series, all about sort of camera history for for all you, you know, camera geeks like like me out there who just love cameras and stuff. Hopefully there'll be some more episodes in the series that may be slightly more for you. See you then.